The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Whether you're a warrior of the Legiones Astartes, an adept of the Mechanicum, or just a mere mortal in a universe of madness, you'll find a place here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Welcome to the Remembrances <laughs> Retreat, a Warhammer 30k podcast. My name is Jesse, and I'm here with Will. We're talking Solar War spoils, so get ready. Oh. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're not going to do that just yet. <laughs> and we got Steven. How are you doing today, Steven? Hey, just painting dreadnoughts. Painting dreadnoughts. But yeah, yeah so speaking of Solar me. War, I did start listening to that yesterday. So did I. I think I, I got about, to chapter two, or chapter three. I think I'm at chapter four myself, so yeah. aha. I'm going to wait a year for Solar War to be out before and reading the whole it. That time. way, whenever people talk about it, I'll be like, no, 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 no. I haven't read it yet. No spoilers. Intentionally, yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, so real quick, I do want to go over this, uh, yeah. that the Iron Hands Dreadnought is apparently available. Any of you Iron Hands players out there? Uh, Who plays Iron Hands? It, it is available, uh, <laughs> but you have to order it directly at... Warhammer Forge or Warhammer World Forge World. Interesting. Or from their catalog at an event. But really? it's not on the website. Yeah. Some guy recently posted pictures saying that he ordered it and like he had the uh, receipt and everything saying the date he ordered it from an event on the 30K uh, Iron Hands page. And people were like, is it the right dread event or is it just mislabeled? And then he was like, yeah, here's the bits. He like showed you the bits and everything like that. And he showed you the bits. Yeah. On and he Facebook, showed the receipt saying like, this is the day I bought it, guys. Here it is. So apparently it is yeah, available. Tag it, not safe for work. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> apparently it's available, guys, if you if you really want that dread. Uh, because I know it's been off the website for a couple years now, probably. Mm. I wonder and if maybe we're like, Forge World just completely forgot. overlooked the fact. No, because every time they release a new Dread, every fucking Iron Hands player will be like, where's our Dread? You had a Dread. Maybe they it's thought it wasn't now. a war. It's like, I don't know what they're talking about. It's right there. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Forge World, if you're listening, you need to update the link or something. <laughs> yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. So this episode, we're just... We're just bullshitting. Yeah, we're talking hammers, we're dude. Fun. We're talking been, hammers and eagles, baby. Malevolence, 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 malevolence. Past few times, so let's just let's just jam. Yeah, let's talk. We're just jamming. So I'm gonna fucking rant about contrast paints again, guys. Let's do it. Let's no. hear about contrast. Uh, what do you hate? <laughs> what grinds your gears? Uh, Why do you gotta, hate these paints so bad? I mean, here's how the dare thing. they? I don't hate the paints. I hate the way they're being marketed. Right. <laughs> I feel like they're saying finally one thick coat. And people are going to go there and think it's like a wash, and they're just going to put one thick coat of blue on their gray model and be like, all right, it's an ultramarine. And they'll be like, all right, now i got to do the trim. And then they're going to put their yellow over their blue, not realizing that these are filters and like, like glaze mediums and that kind of stuff. They're transparent is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to be able to paint over those... Like right now, you can 
paint your model blue all over, not care. Mm-hmm. Hit the trim and everything, and you can go back with your Balthazar gold or your Retributor armor, and they are opaque, and they will cover up that blue, right? The base paints are designed to cover up those other base paints. Sure. But with these contrast paints, it's not going to be like that. You're going to have to be very careful when applying this and go back over and either, if you want to use just contrast, repaint it white for that white initial layer Mm -hmm. or be very careful with it and paint your panels carefully and everything like that. So I don't like how they're advertising it as one thick coat because you are going to have to pay attention to what you're it's doing. It's not Otherwise, a one-stop shop paint. No. It's not just you slap it on and then you can slap it on the trim and you can just keep layering up on it because you're going to get colors that don't look like what you intended them to be. Mm-hmm. So that's my biggest issue I think I have with it is the the, the, the marketing side of it. Um, and I don't think new player or new painters will understand the difference of opacity for paints and that kind of stuff. Now, that's it. I think veteran, or not veteran painters like us, we we just paint, right? Sure. I don't think any of us have won awards or anything like that, but I think we are all good enough to play in the hobby and have all painted models, right? Yeah. So we're we're experienced. Yes. Thank you. Not the same. Um, Yeah. So I think for us, it's obviously just going to be another great tool in the bucket. Sure. Uh, on the tool belt. You know I'm what really I mean? I'm curious to see how they'd work with like power swords and things yes. like that. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, yeah. have you already tried their Gilliman's glaze paints for that? I haven't yeah. done Gilliman's glaze, but you know, when they came out with uh, the ghosts for Age of Sigmar, yes. they had the two different colors. like the Yeah, really those green were one, both transparent blue. paints also. Yeah. And that light blue, I can't remember the name of it, but that works so good on Hex everything. Flame or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like you put it at the base of a power sword and it looks like it's glowing. When I made a repulsor, like I put all that on the repulsors like panels. I saw, yeah, to make it look like it was glowing yeah. with a hover. And it's just uh so the really Gilliman that that was a little trick in some of their how to paint power weapons videos that Warhammer have done. They have done it with the glue, the white witch green or whatever it is. But there's a green glaze X-ray for eyes. Flame or something. No, no, this was before they did that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um the but they, they have they have some technical paints that are glazes and they are like that's how I do my it's how for or GW has done a lot of tutorials using it with eyes and power weapons and that kind of stuff. But no, it's the same concept. You're going to be able to do that with these contrast paints. And I think you're you're going to find so many uses for them. One thing I think that a lot of people, I talked to Steven about this already, and that is using them for basing, right? Mm-hmm. So you can put just your brown sand with PVA on. And then if you hate painting bases or just doing bases, period, all you have to do is take a brown contrast paint, put that over your sand the contrast paint has a matte medium in it because, well, it's a paint by GW and all their stuff has matte medium in it mm. except for their art coat, which is the gloss. Uh, but that said... Um, and the gloss washes. Right. Yeah, I guess touche. <laughs> yes, there, there are those. I, I didn't know they had a matte medium in there. Yes. Yeah, that's... what. If you ever need to thin it, you'll use a matte medium. That's yeah. why... Uh, Lemium medium? Yeah. That's a matte medium. Just straight up matte, matte medium. Yep, that's it. Out of the pot. Medium matte. Yep. Uh, so that said, with that matte medium, what that's going to do is it's going to seal the uh, base for you also and give it a color tint. So you can put just your regular sand down, your bird sand. You put a gray down, bam, all of a sudden you got rubble. You put a fucking, sorry for dropping F-bombs, guys. I know we're not that kind of show. Oh, it's too late now. Yeah. We already did some early <laughs> on. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but no um, 
you know, you put some browns down, bam, you got a brown base. It's just, I think that's where we're going to find it super useful is in those, not painting entire models, I don't think. I know you can do it. I've seen people do non-metallic metals with these contrast paints. Hmm. And Look, just anything a single, to save me from having to learn how to wet blend. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is way too much work. And and like I was talking to Ryan with on the, the live video cast we did last week, um, that was a really good idea where you do a Zenith highlight of, with primers, with rattle cans, right? How easy is that to rattle can? As right? simple as pressing a button, literally. Yep. So we're going to do all black, and then from a 45, we're going to do a gray, and then we're going to do a white from a 90, which will give us that Zenith. Put your contrast paints over that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You have, like, not only do you have the depth and the shading that oh, the contrast is going to give you, but you're going to have that pre-shading done, too. And I think when you mix these contrast paints with other techniques is when you're going to see these things shine. Gotcha. Yeah. Just a little bit of extra effort and go a long way. Yeah, That's man. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. like I said, anything to save me from ever having to learn how to wet blend. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tried teaching you airbrushing. That's the cheater's way to wet blend. You ever do that? What's well, an airbrush? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you just did all your night lords with it, right? I had night lords. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought I just painted Crimson Fists. Oh, that's right. You did all your Crimson <laughs> Fists with it. Yes. Very good. Did you ever get lightning bolts on those guys? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah there's lightning, right there's lightning bolts too. on everybody that had uh, had smooth armor panels. I didn't want to do it on Mark II because you ever tried painting lightning bolts on Mark II? It's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> guys, uh, I'm holding a purple Pello uh, test sample right now. From the company Purple. Purple you can Mattress. Check them at, uh, PurpleMattress.com, maybe. I yeah, don't know. I'm really interested in the Purple Pillow. That's my get. The Purple Pillow? I actually have a Purple Pillow. Do you? I do. I heard they smell when you first get them out of the bag. You're like, supposed to yes. clean them and that? Well, yeah. they, they air out. There's no smell in them now after about okay. like two days. Gotcha. But um, it's way too thin for me. Really? It's... Guys, this is a pillow podcast yes. now, so I hope you're with <laughs> us on this ride. Let's get it's into like it. We are just it's like he's holding it's up. It's an inch and a half thick. Oh, jeez. They're so expensive, too. The thing weighs 10 pounds. What? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Now, all right. Let me go grab this thing. You guys go ahead and talk amongst yourselves. All right. So here's Purple a question for the, yeah, for the listeners. Do you think <laughs> we the use horns. the nuclear weapons on the Japanese to end the war or to scare whoa, whoa, the Russians? Whoa, whoa. What are we? <laughs> step away from the mic. <laughs> Hot mic. Hot mic. <laughs> Oh you, my gosh. You prompt this question every time. So listeners, please add us we, at Jesse why we drop nuclear warheads. Thank you. No, don't. Okay. So right now, why Steve, what are you like working this? on? What do you got? Oh Jesus Christ. That is that's a big old looking pillow. Oh my god, this thing is super soft, but like it's not going anywhere. If you're one of those people who like to Oh my god, dudes. You could kill a small child with that. Yeah. In a pillow fight. <laughs> Just oh my God. knock them off their feet. So what is it? Is it West Point that has this, their annual pillow fight? I don't know if all army academies do or military academies, but I know West Point does, right? What if on, you had a what pillow fight? Earth? Yeah, if you had a pillow fight with one of these at those, they might expel you. This is... So this is a super dense pillow. Yeah, and you might as I'm well. I'm one of those people... Yeah. So I'm one of those people that likes to have like three or four pillows folded up under my head when I sleep. Um, I'll buy f- cheap pillows because yeah. I mangle them within months. Walmart, $3 pillows. Even cheaper than that. Wow. Yeah, you, you I literally a just, it's store just for your a, pillows? It's a, it's a, like a Target bag filled with sand. <laughs> just sand. 50 pounds of sand <laughs> from Walgreens. Um, but the purple pillow 
is intimidating. Like almost if I try to fold it, it will take the opportunity for revenge in the night. Yeah. It will, it will swallow you whole. Yeah. Just, but see, I like to sleep like a Saudi prince with just like 20 different <laughs> pillows up around me. And I'm just kind of like chilling out more in like a pillow chair than actually f- asleep on a bed. So yeah, I, can't sleep the, yeah. I can't sleep. I know in exactly what position. you're talking I have about. to be reclining. Yeah. So like, um, unless I'm sick, here's but a this, dumb, you got to lay fl- flat. <clears throat> oh, completely a, flat like a mummy. Yeah. <laughs> now it came with the purple mattress, which is actually pretty good. Is it purple mattress? Please give us money. Please, please give, give us, us money. money. <laughs> you guys We're not came, begging, but you please. guys came for a horse heresy podcast. And guess what? We just turned into every other podcast out there in yep. uh, podcast commercial. We land. said we'd never do it, but damn it, we're doing it. Here we, we sold are. out. Don't hate us <laughs> yeah. because we're successful. We didn't sell out. We bought in. There's a difference, okay? <laughs> Quit hitting your microphone with your fucking I'm, paintbrush. You new at this? I'm more like hitting the arm. Oh, my God. The arm is the microphone. Okay. okay. The microphone. So here's the okay. okay. Talking about Saudi princes now. Okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just going to. Let's just, go. We'll be back Do after it. the break. There we go. All right. We've killed that bit. That's done. Next bit. Okay. Steven, what are you working on over there? I am uh, painting up the skeleton here for my uh, one of my Iron Warriors Dreadnoughts. Yeah. Which, coincidentally, for those of you uh, salty Iron Hands listeners, Me. it's an Iron Hands Dreadnought that I have <laughs> filed off the iconography of and replaced with Fourth Legion symbols. He's a bastardized it. Yeah, that's yep. what he went and did. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, he's doing good. He's getting, knocking out the skeleton real quick, which I don't know why he's doing it separately since it's Iron Warrior. They're all... Uh, so I actually metal. use a... Um, the skeleton is mostly painted with lead belcher. It's uh-huh. done with a one-half mix of lead belcher and black. Then I dry brush lead belcher over it. Then I wash it black. Then I dry brush uh, iron breaker over oh. it. And then all of the actual armor, like the, the big pieces that's not a skeleton, is done with uh, iron breaker washed black. You said you hate doing skeletons? No. In the past, you've said you hated metals and that kind of stuff. I don't hate metals. I oh. just, they're my least favorite part of painting the Dreadnought oh. because I don't like, like, I feel like I'm ruining my brush when I'm doing it because it's just, just getting in there, yeah. you know, getting in all the little crevices. So I but I see my favorite just, way to do metal skeletons now is just dry brush metal onto the skeletons after spray onto painting. Onto black. Black, yeah. yep. Yeah. So I had considered doing that, um, <clears throat> but, uh, I wanted a slightly dirtier look for yeah. the skeleton, mm-hmm. uh, you know, given that the Iron Warriors trenches and all sorts of grimy war zones and stuff, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. hanging out I with cry Death Guard, every time. I guess. But my boots. Um, you'll notice on this completed dreadnought over here that the armor paneling and the skeleton are two different tones of metallic. Uh, they are. Yes, absolutely. So yeah. that is why they are being done separately. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Yeah, you can tell the difference between. I wouldn't say decorative because it's not. De- it does serve a purpose, but you can definitely tell the difference between the moving mechanical parts and the armor plating for sure. Yeah, and I wanted there to be plenty of space for there to be distinction between the silver of a transfer yeah. and the silver of the armor. And yeah, I, absolutely. Because the transfer is almost lead belcher colored, so I didn't want it to get lost in there. So I just. What legion did this guy belong to before? That is a uh, a third legion dreadnought. That's an imperial dreadnought that I've taken the torso of, put an imperial fist head inside. Uh, It has just standard dreadnought arms and uh, iron warriors legs. Yeah, man, that's pretty neat. So every single one of them is built out of some other legions dreadnoughts. Right. (laughs) I think I have two iron warriors dreadnoughts in the entire ensemble. 
I think one of my cortices is done with an Iron Warrior's Dreadnought. Yeah, he is. He's just going stompy. Um, we were talking Solar Wars yeah. earlier Solar without War. actually spoiling it. Mm-hmm. You guys enjoying it? So far, so good. Yeah. I hear there's it's a lot of Battlefleet Gothic-esque stuff in it. There's a whole lot of space there's, void combat. There's so been a lot of void combat so yeah. far. Yeah, um, I can't wait for you to read it a year from now. Yeah, man, when you read it, we're finally going to get to talk about it. It's going to be so great. Yeah. Um, Put in the description when you upload this on Podbean a link for a future episode that has yeah. yet to be recorded. Yeah. <laughs> yet to be recorded one year 52 episodes down the line. <laughs> Steven finally talks about Solar War. But no, it's got a lot of good void combat in it. I think you would enjoy it. It's got a lot of good characters in it that we have met or are meeting for the first time mm-hmm. uh, on both sides. Some returning favorites. Um, Some old returning favorites. Yes. Like very old. Without no spoilers. Yeah. People you haven't heard from in a long time that you might have thought were gone forever. And are happy to see again. Dad, yep. Dad's, Your dad's, dad's in, in there. It, that's for sure. <laughs> um, what else, though? Steven uh, Sr., yeah. Yeah. Uh, haven't seen my dad in 17 years, man. Turns out he was in the Solar War. That's <laughs> weird. Son of a bitch. But it is written like the initial invasion of like any sort of like D-Day-esque kind of war where... Mm. You know, there are a bucket load of casualties on both sides as the Solar War begins. And, you know, we we end Horus Heresy, Heralds of the Siege and that kind of stuff, if you've read that. But that is like minutes to midnight at that point, right? Mm-hmm. We, like the alarm has come, Horus is coming, or the alarm has sounded, Horus is coming, and they just waited there with bated breath, you know? And it's finally now... The Solar War, we get to see that next step. And I got to say, for a next step, it is awesome. I really enjoy it. Was Ryan getting on tonight, or is he calling in later? Uh, that's going to be for a future episode. Oh. Okay. As in, recorded from an hour from now. Ah, I see. Ah, very good. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> well, good. I'm looking forward to reading The Solar War, then, after I get done reading some things that aren't Horace Heresy. Yes, 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 yes. What are you reading now that's not Horace Heresy, though? Uh, I am just started uh, Orson Scott Card's Speaker for the Dead, which is the sequel to Ender's Game. Oh, mm. okay. Yep. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've read Ender's Game, so I'm hoping I don't get a third through the book and realize I have to go back and reread Ender's Game. I don't think you have <laughs> to. know no, what's going but I... on. But I've been steadily acquiring a small stack of books that aren't Horace Heresy. Yeah. And I'm like, I should probably read these. Mm-hmm. If you are a fan of reading horse heresy novels or otherwise check out an app called Goodreads. Uh, it is an app where you can, it's like a social media app for people who read books. Uh, you can add up any books that you have read. You can put on there any books you're interested in reading. It'll put you up on there and then it'll, you know, show you people who are also interested in that kind of book and mm-hmm. reference books like, Hey, this person liked Herald of the siege. So maybe you'll like galaxy in flames right or whatever (laughs) so uh but then like i said it has a social media aspect of it where you know you can see what your friends are reading and then if you could do a book club or something like that and you can even read a book stop on a page get into the app open it up and say here's where i stopped right Mm -hmm. so how many times have you i mean i I don't know how many times this happens to people really but there have been times where you're reading a book and the bookmark falls out or somebody takes it out and you can't remember where you're at well, what with kind that of asshole app, just takes a bookmark. A child, that's who. Okay. A child. Okay. Fair enough. Yes. Fair enough. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's as who well does speaking it. as the only father in this room. Yeah. Right now. 
and then you're like, Maybe. where was I? <laughs> and uh, pull up that app. Boom. Tells you what page you stopped on. Since we're talking yeah. about reading tips, uh, yeah. if you're big on audiobooks, like I know a lot of people are, um, what I discovered is is a lot of local libraries, a lot of public libraries have apps where they have uploaded their audiobooks. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. So if Still you like have a library card, you can lo- you can log into this app using whatever information that it is, like whatever whatever your information is in this library's database, you can log in using that information and you can listen to their collection of audiobooks that they've uploaded. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For free. That's neat. Yeah. I discovered that recently. Now is Bertha from the library the one reading it? No, I mean it's it's just a regular audiobook. Oh. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's not like they've <laughs> I didn't know if it was like the librarian is reading in her off time oh, no, and no, recording no. it <laughs> and then sharing it. Yeah, librarians have enough on their hands. What with yeah. mourning the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> Which doesn't exist anymore, dear mm-hmm. listeners. The Dewey Decimal System is gone. What do they use? Got to keep the memory alive. They uh, just use whatever computer program it yeah. is. Barcode scans, I guess. Oh, I guess they use the ISBN in a way. I mean, I guess yeah. technically speaking, the Dewey Decimal System still exists, just completely digital. Wow. Yeah. Digital Dewey. Mm-hmm. So, horse heresy. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it Okay, loose. do you think... They still use or went back to the Dewey Decimal System in the Horse Heresy? Um, that would require people to know how to read. Do they not know how to read? I don't think so. What are data slates then? Are they just emojis? Probably. Oh, I would shit. say in 30K, there's probably a decent amount of... Illiterates. Illiterates. Yeah. But, but at the li- same they're time... They're literates too. I mean, yeah, Loken it's, reads it's all just, books in the Vengeful Spirit, No, right? it's all just data slates. Like whenever Dorn or I mean, Malkador or whoever got the news at... Istvan, it's just poop emojis. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Poop emojis. And some flame emojis as well. Poop, flame, a bird, a lizard, and then a hand. All fire and shit everywhere. (laughs) And Dorn's like, "Mm, bad, no good. So so you're saying the... uh Fire war must just send emojis, which I guess technically. I they mean, yeah, they if, if you yeah, consider they do. that an Holy shit, they just, dudes. They just transmit their dreams across space. Yeah, it's gifts and emojis. Have you ever tried to describe your dream? You're like, there's kind of like this big crab, but he's wearing a Santa hat, and he's he's fucking riding a horse. He's big though. Like the horse is even. <laughs> it's, it's a small horse. I don't know, guys. <laughs> okay, right. we got it. You'd those probably, are, those are your places. That's where you're going. You'd probably find something like that on Giphy.com. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Giphy.com. All your gifts. Please give us uh, stuff. So the Astronomica just uh, relayed this uh, the Pikachu, internet. Detective Pikachu. What it's is this? It's the internet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. It's space internet. That's all it is with well, emojis. I mean, the, new, the new sphere is supposed to be like it is. No, the equivalent that is. of the internet. It is bi- wireless binary, which is in a net. Yep. Amazing. Open up Google. Is Horace <laughs> bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, says right here. One. Damn it! Binary camp. No. <laughs> oh man, but th- that all also makes me wonder, right? Because I talked about armored ceramite, mm-hmm. and that's ceramic plating that can stop liquid magma from penetrating. Mm-hmm. It, it, well, it doesn't stop at full stop, but it reduces the effect of liquid magma, right? Or superheated vapor, more specifically. No, no, melt the guns. Melt fire it? magma. I'm pretty they're sure called... they fire magma. Nah, you ever seen what their original incarnation is? They're called vape guns. 
I'm not talking about the original incarnations. I'm talking about how they're described. (laughs) Yeah, they're they're talking. They super they superheat the air between the barrel and the target, and that's what melts it. Uh, I thought that was what conversion beamers did. What do conversion beamers do then, Stephen? Well, things. Sorry, Stephen's component atoms. No, no, he's right. Conversion beamers convert. At material into atomic vapor. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. atomic components. That's exactly what they do. But I guess so. I mean, they've never actually said like, you know, the legionary fired liquid magma from it. But they do yeah. mention like the air. The air between the target and the barrel vibrates, and then whatever the the target is, so it's just a psionic weapon. Melts. No. no, it vibrates from like the, it's I like guess, a microwave weapon, then, right? I guess so. Yeah. Well, I guess whatever the fuck is stronger than microwave gamma rays. I don't know. There's a lot of things stronger than microwaves, buddy. X rays. Yeah. What a shit gun! You just see through things. <laughs> You're like, all right, well, this is great. I can see there's a guy there. Can't hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Armin Ceramite definitely disperses heat. It does, right? <clears throat> that would make sense, right? It does disperse heat mm-hmm. if it's just heated air that's being pointed at something. Yeah, dispersing heat. Either way, the point is, do they put those in their kitchens? Do you think they put armored ceramide around their stoves and that kind of stuff? What kind of stove is getting so hot that they've got a... How hard is it to cook a grox? Wouldn't just, at that point, just ceramics be a... They they don't think they have ceramics. I think all they have is ceramite. Come on, they got... I don't think they have regular nah, cer- entire ceramics. Entire sets of dishware okay. made out of <laughs> ceramite. <laughs> so what's the difference between ceramite and armored ceramite? Just the extra oh, layer, right? You're right, huh? Mm-hmm. Armored ceramite has got like... More ceramics? Or more or, armor or, on your ceramite. Or similar to the way that the armor on military vehicles works where it's like layered ceramics and sands and stuff like that. That's what I think armored ceramite is really supposed to be is like layered armor, mm-hmm. I guess, right? Um, but I think... Yes, ceramite may just be like what they have, right? They may just have ceramite in their kitchen. Not necessarily armored ceramite, because who would cook with fucking bulletproof (laughs) ceramics? You would not believe what Betty just got in her kitchen today. Yeah. You think that old fucking cast iron is strong? Just wait. (laughs) Give me that bolt gun. Check this out. Look at that fine china. She's going to kill somebody with that. Yep. Yeah. Um interesting stuff i always like to think of how complex some of these things are and put them in layman's terms right like uh the vox we all know the vox sounds super cool but it's just a radio mm-hmm. you know, sure adb even mentions in interviews where he's like i had to try to think of how to put these real life devices into this setting that we have never talked about before right mm-hmm so that's where he came up with the Vox. I thought you know, Dan you know what book the Vox? Well, that was Dan Abnett, yeah, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Not ADB. Yeah, I'm sorry. You know what uh, book a Vox caster first appears in? Hang on. Go go Hang on. on. Wait wait wait. Oh, are you gonna let me guess? No. Yeah yeah yeah. I think I know this one, but go ahead. I want to say it was a Gantz Ghost book. It was a Gantz Ghost book. It was the first Gantz Ghost. That's book. what I thought. Yeah. It was first and only. Same thing with Prometheum. Yeah. Well, because they were like a real life that's all written like milita- like a real life military in a space environment. Yeah. By the way, what a great injustice is it that none of the Gantz Ghosts are audiobooks except for the latest two? It's the greatest injustice that Black Library has ever I perpetrated. I know. Everybody put their uh, emails in. Yep. Start yeah. a petition on change.org. If you can change the last episode of Game of Thrones, yeah. you can get. <laughs> no, no, the whole last season. Oh, the yeah, whole last not season. Not just the last episode. We're rewriting man. this whole bitch. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna do that but for seriously, sure. Yeah, send your emails. 
get Gaunt's Ghosts as audiobooks because God I knows I do not have a, I do not have enough time to, to read. No, that's it, man. And like it sucks I, when I have <laughs> an hour commute to work. Mm-hmm. That is time I could be listening to an audiobook instead of I don't know listening to dumb music or yeah. podcasts. The same five I'm songs actually, that you've yeah. been listening to since high school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I actually started listening to Serial. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's a good podcast. I don't want to plug another podcast, but Serial, the podcast about uh, the uh, serial killer oh, or okay. murder victims oh, that's or whatever. Uh, you know, there's yeah. actually a a podcast of actual breakfast cereal. Oh, it's just not surprising. No, this is not it's that. Called the, this I think is it's called like the about empty bowl serial like killers. That. And it's great. <laughs> Wait, um, this, I'm thinking of a different serial then. Probably because I want to say they talked about uh, one of the series that Serial does is. Uh, Bo Bergdahl? He's not a serial killer, right? I don't know. Maybe not serial killers, but murders, murderers and their victims is what they talk about, mm-hmm. except this one. And I'm on season one, and it's phenomenal if you guys haven't heard it. She really tells, like, like does this podcast like it's an audiobook. Interesting. Really well-researched and everything. Maybe now, anyways, into that. back to Gaunt's Ghost and these made-up devices that need analog, or these real-life devices that need analogs and... Uh, this fan or high, not high fantasy, the science fiction world. We get Fox. That's probably the third time I've said that. Um, but then Ceramite, uh, what is, what is Dave always talk about their button? That's just an on switch. Oh, the right of, uh, no, the, the, the rune the, of activation the, or yeah, something. Yeah, the rune of activation. And it's just the on button. Yeah, it's a the circle acti- with... The activation rune yeah. is what they continually refer to it the, as. The I.O. button. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Circle with a line. At the There's top. a, uh, there's a, a scene in God's Ghosts where somebody has a pistol mm-hmm. and it has a digital readout of how many bullets are left yeah. in the magazine and it uses Roman numerals. Oh, no way. <laughs> he fires a bullet and it goes from V to IV. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I was God. thinking about it. I was like, why would they just use the regular numbers? Like they, the Arabic, the Arabic numbers, They obviously yeah. have Arabic numbers because they use binary, one and zero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe those are the only Arabic numbers that, that survived. A, that was one and zero. Yeah. <laughs> no, it can't be because they refer to uh, they refer to Imperial Guard regiments by their number five hundred four, five hundred four, one hundred fourteenth, fifty second, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and they yeah. use the Arabic numerals. So what's so going what on? So what that had to be some fucking rogue trader probably initially bought that pistol long hundreds of years ago. Mastercrafted. Mastercrafted it by putting in like a a post-production app on it that can read out bullets in Roman numerals. It was a skin he downloaded on Napster. <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> Boy, I wish that were true, but it was a standard issue Imperial Guard last pistol. Oh, man, it had to be. So we all know, right, that... Uh, a mod. Well, I don't know if they're allowed to mod their weapons, right? I'm sure they are, but... They're not. They're not. The tech priest will reduce you to your component atoms for oh, modding I guess your so. weapon. Well, maybe it was a tech priest that modded it, man. He's like, check this out. Take You'll get turned bit. into a servitor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, call. He's like, I'm going to try to control all these robots. They're like, we're going to fucking kill you if you ever try to control more than robots than we allow you to ever again. Hey, stop. Call. Call. Stop that. <laughs> get back here. No. Stop that. All right. One last time. One last warning. Call. call stop it. All right, and you did well promotion, but we're still going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, that's all they're saying is you can't do this. What are you? Wow, Steven. Is this, are you, are you new here? That are you new? The coaster. Good. Was it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the coaster got stuck to the cup. Yeah. You yeah. need salt on the bottom. And I get salt all over the table. Yeah. Look, I'm Coasters still, nice. I'm a little mad about white scars. So by all means, let's. So 
Let's talk scars, all right? Because I, I didn't get to talk scars. I know we've been talking malevolence, but... Are right, waiting for Ryan to talk scars? Yeah, yeah. We'll go oh. over on the book eight. But we can talk about scars. Like, Yeah, know, we're not going bit. deep dive. Yeah, we're just bullshitting here. And I hope you guys are enjoying listening to this, because I certainly am. Sorry um, about the pillow talk. Wink, wink. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get sorry. it. I get it. The pillow talk, yeah. We have good pillow talk here. Yeah. We got to get that on the... Yeah, there we go. That's some millennials. Oh, shit, you're right. Isn't it? No, the rim shot will never be replaced by the whatever that is. Is that is that a millennial or is it more like the... Uh, is it Gen Z? No, it's totally no. us, man, because we were doing it like a while ago. Yeah, but see, mm-hmm. I, I grew up on a compound, so I, I didn't have all this... A school. compound? I, yeah, like I didn't a have like a branch Davidian style compound. I didn't have this uh, nightclub scene growing oh, up yeah. as a teenager. Oh yeah, no, I remember as a child going to nightclubs <laughs> and doing drugs and everything because yeah. I was public schooled. It was crazy. Yep, drinking five <laughs> alcohols, <laughs> oh, injecting marijuana marijuanas into my veins, man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So Here I really did cigarettes. know somebody who used to inject ice cold water mm. into his veins Why when though? he would wake up, like just cold water, like real. Like real water from the tap Interesting. was so bad. <laughs> I was like, "What?" My brother used to drink lemon juice straight out of like, but not even like real lemon juice, like cheap Walmart lemon juice. Yeah, it's just like from concentrate, I guess. Yeah, he would drink that in the mornings to wake oh, up. Oh no, no, no! It's like no, just no, drink no, coffee, no, no, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> just be a normal so person. So the reason we're talking about this is because these are all things that we believe the scars do. We believe they're a bunch of weirdos. Who literally water into their veins. Look, we talk and but, chug lemon juice and well, chug lemon juice. They they probably drink the fish water in tuna cans. They take you know a five hour energy, open it up, dump it into a monster, and just slam it. <laughs> Look, we Let's joke, go ride bikes. But uh, yeah, and in Fulgrim, one of the Emperor's children guys talks about drinking wine distilled from the tears. Of slaves, you are you are right. Yeah, oh, there was does some he? awesome fucked up stuff in Fulgrim. Yeah. Now, okay, uh, this will this will be another secret I'm about to reveal. Okay, you've never read Fulgrim. Never read Fulgrim. Fulgrim? How are you an Iron Hands player? I and you don't haven't know. Read Fulgrim. <laughs> because I am a post Ferris Iron Hands player. I believe Ferris was wrong. Hashtag not my Primark. You're an, you an Altec more kind of guy. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I think Altec had it right. Like Ferris didn't like him. Shadrach didn't like. He didn't like Shadrach. Speaking I think Autech was just the man. He was like, everybody's a fucking twat and we're going to kill them all. <laughs> Speaking of Autech, he, uh, I heard he did some good things in a game recently. Yeah, I think each of us had played in the, uh, in the narrative exhibition. events. Yeah. Did, oh, you did. did yeah. So All three different games. So. Let's talk about that. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like we've been sitting on this gold mine of content. <laughs> oh, shit, guys. Get ready because this, this just became a real podcast, okay? A real heresy podcast, ready. no I'll less. Be ready. So yeah. let's start with... Yours, because you you had a, a game that started on time and wrapped up relatively quick, yeah. Jesse. So we, uh, me and Jason, <clears throat> yeah. Over unlike Stephen, ten thousand points per side. Okay, we'll get back to that. So <laughs> me and Jason had a uh, four thousand points per side game. I brought my Dark Angels. He brought his uh, Dark Mechanicum slash Militia. Yeah, tough list. Both, I think. I think both yeah, were mm-hmm. pretty. We both we both brought some uh, fairly nasty lists. Now for this thing, this was an invitational, and we both or all of us. We sat a, in a chat room and we talked to each other. Like, what do you want to play against? What are yeah. you hoping to get out of this? Specific right? call outs and like, so yeah. we'll call it this day and just exactly. Go for it. And I really like the fact, like, it wasn't so much list tailoring, but it was like list. Uh, 
I don't. I don't. How would you like it? Because how would you story word building it? in a way? Cause yeah, because because you were like, I want to bring the lion, but I also ob- want to bring objective. Ob- objective. There was baseless. a purpose to this. There yeah. were bids and calls, basically. Yeah. for lists. I think it was Jeremy so like originally you, started this. He wanted like late heresy battles. Yes, that's how it started. Was it late was heresy a narrative? Late heresy. Uh, for myself, after reading uh, Dreadwing, the little mm-hmm. mini novella, it's about the lion and his crazy vengeance crusade, more or less. Yes. Spoilers if you haven't read this, but I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. Um, so the lion, this is after Ruin Storm. This is when the Ultramarines are heading towards Terra. The Blood Angels heading towards Terra. The lion holds back. And he's going on a vengeance crusade, you said, right? Yeah. Now, the reason of this is because after dealing with Conrad Kurz, Kurz specifically mentions that the lion does not make it to Terra. Like, he's seen visions of the lion not making it to Terra. So the lion is just like, all right, well, he's always right. Well, so the lion I'm- argued this with Conrad, but at some point, Sanguinius also more or less agrees with Conrad with his visions. Yeah. And so the lion's right, realizing, like, Sanguinius is having visions, Conrad's having visions, and so far, from everything I've seen, they're turning true. Yeah. So at this point... Might as well embrace it. And at... At this point in the book, the uh, the Astronomicon has gone silent again. Okay. And Lion's like, I think we fucking lost. Really? Yeah. He's at that point. Yeah. Like, Conrad and Sanguinius, they both more or less assume that her- that horse is going to win. Yeah, right. And so Lion's like, I'm just going to make sure he doesn't have a fucking galaxy to rule. Oh, shit. And so he's going from planet to... To traitor planet, the traitor planet just because he decimates home worlds of these dudes. Chemos, yeah. Barbarous, yeah, uh, Colchis. Does he blow up Colchis? I don't know if he blows up Colchis. I know he takes care of Chemos and yeah. Uh, Barbarous. Yeah. Oops. Well, yeah, he does. <laughs> so and everybody point, was like, yeah. everybody, you know, and uh, Caliban uh, at some point too. So until <laughs> recently, right? Everybody. Well, okay, yeah, that you know, but that's oopsie. later. I'm, I'm really curious to see how that goes. But anyway. But I love to see because how many how many years has it been? Dark Angels been around. And people are like, well, they weren't at Terra. Mm-hmm. They were off being traitors. They waited by the sidelines. No, they didn't. They Wrong. fucking <laughs> destroyed. They let the galaxy burn. They let the traitors' galaxy burn. Mm-hmm. Is what they started doing. They started a fire that fucking forced them to the eye of terror because they had no worlds to run back to. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that because the fucking I don't think the dark. I mean, obviously Dang, we yeah, know they run to the eye of terror because the traitor because the dark angels destroyed all, all their houses. houses. Yeah, we got like nowhere to live. Let's go in live the, in this it, ugly box. It's mentioned in the short story Savage Weapons. Like Conrad Kurz specifically calls him out, saying, like, yeah. "Lion, like you're not going to make it to Terra, and everybody's going to think that you wait on the sidelines. They're going to call you traitors too." And Lion's like, "Oh, I don't give a fuck. Who cares? You know." Who says this in five years, ten years, or ten thousand years? Yeah, he's like, Loyalty I know who the fuck I. Yeah, and then also does this classic sucker punch and just drives a freaking sword into Conrad Kurz's <laughs> chest. So, oh yeah, dude. It's good times. I am so excited for next. That's year. That's great. So anyone yeah. who's ever anyone who's read that knows that like the rumors of Dark Angels oh, yeah, no, being traitors, loyal. It's like, yeah, no, that's it's it. definitely like loyal. a fan service. Yeah, is what it sounds like. Yeah, like. <laughs> I don't care what they say in five years, 10 years, or 10,000 yeah. years. That's I love that shit. line, though. Let's yep. talk about, can we stop for a second? We'll, sure. we'll get back to the, this narrative battle, right? But mm-hmm. I, I do want to take a minute to get to um, the line that loyalty is its own reward. 
Like that is the best fucking line to drop to any player who is a loyalist player who is complaining about something. Yeah, how, how meta is that, right? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> like if somebody, if you've ever run a, 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 an Lionel event Johnson or something. Johnson looks like at that. the camera, loyalty is its own reward. But I'm talking <laughs> Like every time I run an event and there's, there's somebody who's like, well, I don't understand why Militia can't split their 20-man squads into two 10-man like Solar Auxilia can. I was like, hey, don't worry, man. You're loyal to the Emperor. That's its own reward. You're fine. <laughs> like, You're good. Not yeah. like those fucking traitor legions. Trust me. They're dead. <laughs> um, but I, lo- I just love dropping that line for anything. Like, You don't need to complain because loyalty is its own reward. Mm-hmm. What kind of prize support is there for this? Loyalty. That's what you're getting, okay? <laughs> Most loyal. Yeah. You like dogs? Dogs it. are loyal, right? Yeah. You know, talking about this, and I just told Kara that, yeah, I'll play my Dark Angels with her at the traitors at the doubles. But you, you know what? No. I'm not going to do it. Oh. You're going to be loyal to her? Loyal to my Dark Angels. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, whoa, yeah. whoa. No, no. I'm going to just pick up some other Traitor Legion. I'm not going to bring my Dark Angels. I'm not going to sully that. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Yeah, you yeah, have those never Iron play, Warriors. You've never played them as a, Get them. as a traitor, not even for like the purpose of an event, have you? Only, he refuses. I've been only forced. I've only been forced to do so. When I've, the first when I've been Nova, like, I had to because of the just the line. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because there was a huge imbalance. Yeah. 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 But that was the only time. We were like four players off, and they had just four Dark Angels, and they were like, sorry, guys. <laughs> it was Dark Angels and Iron Warriors? I think so, yeah. Yeah. But as you were saying, you're talking about yeah, so, uh, this back narrative to battle. Yeah, so we both brought fairly nasty lists. Um, I have a falchion, and I never really bring it out. Only Yeah. And I was like, such a big battle. I kind of want to bring this out. Yeah, that's what it's for, these big, fun narrative games. Yeah. yeah. And um, at Nova last year, we finally had rules for the lion. Yes. They were written up by uh, Ryan and... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Grain Legion health, guys. Grain Legion and um, the Mournival Events guy, Tom Yeah, Poole, and I think, I think the, the community has also helped with yeah. like playtesting and being like, this is a bit too much or mm-hmm. this needs to be better. And so uh, I used uh, those rules. Lion's 450 points. Mm-hmm. Solid and, point. Yeah. Cost, yeah. yeah. And you and get I, what you would expect from the lion, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's... So I kind of... Post, I posted the rules on the 30K Dark Angels chat, and one of the things, point of contention, was he's weapon skill 10. Okay. What are most others? Nine, right? Um, six. Yeah, you know, sixes. Nine. You know, weapon skill 10. And a lot of people were kind of like, eh, that seems a little bit much. But let's be honest, weapon skill 10, there really isn't giving you too much at that point. I don't think yeah, at so. that point. Yeah. Anything over seven is kind of just why. Yeah. But anyway, so I had, I took a onslaught list mm-hmm. because I wanted to bring the lion and my falchion. So you didn't play a right of war. I did or not. Did ta- you guys discuss it. I did not take it right of war. I was originally okay. going to do iron wing, but I decided I'm going to try this out. Cause I've always played crusade. Yeah. I've never really deviated from it. I was like, let me try this out. Yeah. Um, so I brought the lion I brought Fauchin. Excuse me. I brought uh, Vindicator Squadron, uh, two Land Raider Phoboses, packing my 10-man tactical squads in there. Mm-hmm. What else did I bring? Oh, I brought a 10-man... Uh, Didn't you heavy bring su- a, uh, an Achilles? No, I didn't bring the Achilles this time. I brought a 10-man heavy support squadron, all with Volkite Culverns. Yes, yeah. Which were pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I brought a Leviathan Dreadnought. 
and a Spartan with yeah. ten man Tartaros, a chaplain in Tartaros with a lion riding high with that. Did you get a Primaris Medicaid in there too? No, I didn't fit the prime uh, okay. Primaris. The uh, chaplain was the only HQ. That I gotcha. Had. Yeah, because you're using the special right yeah. of war or did, uh, formation. Yeah, yeah. And I did everything I could. Well, I I could bring him, but my points just didn't allow it. Sure, sure. I was like, I was feeling pretty cocky anyway. Yeah, <laughs> because um, lion, the rules for the lion, um, they, it's cool. They bring back like the seventh edition, the lion's helm, okay. which gives whatever unit that the lion is in a four up invulnerable against shooting attacks. That's good. Yeah. So it's like, let me just stack this with my Tartarus, and now they have like cataphracty armor. Yeah, but much faster. Uh, but good. we can yeah. sweep. sweep. Yeah. Uh, and also, he's got like Monster Hunter, so they all have Monster Hunter, yes. right? Which, yeah. again, like having Dark Angels against Mechanicum. And, and mortals, right? Monster Hunter was significant. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but so, your game didn't last long. That's what was crazy. 4,000 points per side, but you both brought such brutal lists that things were dying so quickly. We were done in two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> at 4,000 yeah. points. And we went to uh, the end of turn five. It was We played Dominion. Mm-hmm. We played the three um, terrain pieces as our objectives in the middle of the field. Very good. Yeah. that's I always prefer terrain objectives over... Tokens, yeah, coins, that kind of stuff. Um, just more a little, just a little bit more thematic. Yeah, how did uh, it end so, for you guys? So Jason brought this list, and he brought two knights, and you can probably list off because I don't yeah. know my mechanic very well. All right, well. so he's got three Arl attacks. Uh, then he's yeah, got five or six Castellax. Yeah, it looks like six Castellax, three with Dark Fire, two with Mal. Or I'm sorry. Five with Mauler, one with Darkfire, mm-hmm. uh, Thanatar, then he brought a Lancer and a Crusader Knight. Uh, then he's got one of the new little light tanks for the militia. Oh, he brought the Carnadon. He Carnadon, brought yeah. the Carnadon, that was which is awesome. He then glanced he, uh, two whole points off of Indicator. What? My the turn. Carnadon? Yep, and I blew it up in one turn because I was not oh, having any no. of that. I was not going to bring that shame to her. Yeah, you, just, you didn't want the the Daka tank. I'd to forgotten, just... and not, I'd forgotten that Carnadon has two hull points. Yeah, and I just really, yeah. I just dumped yeah. my Spartan into that thing, finishing it off. Then he's Dang. also got um, <laughs> he's got two Medusa cannons Ooh, for his militia. Carnadons at that price, yeah. with all those auto cannons. That's a good anti-demon vehicle, right yes, there. Yes, it is. Yeah. Then he's got uh, three squads of grenadiers, all in land raiders. Yeah. So yeah, it's a good list. So the Definitely triple last cannon land raiders on all. Three, yes, yeah, uh, and they—that's a good list. He's got good sturdy troops um, that are safe so long as they stay inside. And the thing I'm looking at here with is the troops he's got for his Mechanicum can't score. They're Castellax, mm-hmm. so all he has is that those thirty grenadiers to hold objectives with. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I gotta say that's uh, looking good in, in your odds. We'll we'll see what happened though. How did it end up playing out? So um, by running onslaught, I automatically go second unless I can seize right. initiative. Uh, the lion, one of his rules in Nova is he can choose if he takes the strategic table. He can choose any one of the traits. Okay, I chose the one that allows me to seize the initiative on a five up instead of a six. Did it pan out? It did not pan out. Oh no! Um, you hate so, it when it happens, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> well, good, good thing I'm not playing this game with a warlord trait. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I would have forgotten it anyway. Yeah. So anyway, so Jason goes first and um, like immediately is a, uh, for some reason I can never think Thanatar. of it. The Thanatar 
Uh, he casts some... The double shot. Yeah, the double shot, and just completely all but wipes out my Volkite guys. Yeah. Who I had kind of packed up tightly behind some cover, assuming that the Castlacks were uh, going to... And I just completely fluffed with the uh, the Thanatar. Yeah. Like, I forgot. It happens, and, right? Know, it's like, ah. Uh, oh, right, so, that exists. Like, uh, I mean... It, so, eight, I out of, eight, out, eight out of my ten Volkite... Uh, yeah. The dust this is the second time you've deployed a heavy squad for the first time and it gets eight out of ten destroyed. <laughs> yeah. The first time was with that stupid fucking Deradeo and its mm-hmm. plasma cannon. That's right. And I then like, Ooh, I'm gonna try out these acid bolters. No, I'm not, not today. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> no. And then I saw it again. I was like, Jesse's just got he just got to get it out of the way because after that the unit's fine. Once it ma- suffers that first massacre. Son of a bitch, and I just realized I took a uh, reinforced armor on those guys too. Well, like it's the, AP2. Oh, AP2. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I remember that's right. Anyway. It just murders. It wouldn't yeah. have mattered. <laughs> it would not have mattered. Yeah. But, um. So after that devastating as a, blow. As, as a side note. Yeah. Those two last remaining Volkite guys stayed the entire game and actually managed to uh, deal some wounds to a bunch of Castlax. Like, yeah. Even though there was two guys, they were still dealing eight shots, strength six, AP5 every turn. Yes. And they were making some contact. Mm-hmm. And it is really nice to... You know, wound Castlax on a five up instead, instead of a six, of six up, up. Yeah. on just about everything else. Yeah, absolutely. And those Arl attacks, you'd so have been the doing attacks, them on against fours. You'd have been wounding them on four ups. Yeah. So the Arl attacks were taking the side of the field. Yeah, that's were, exactly um, what I did with mine. They too. were gunning right for my uh, my Falchion. Yeah. And I had my Spartan deploy next to my Falchion with the line and his buddies engaged in there. Uh, first turn, I popped them out trying to. Uh, get them into close combat mm-hmm. didn't quite pan out for me. Yeah. So the Arl attacks did manage to get close in on the Falchion and deal like eight, eight whole points to it. Really? Yeah. All six or all three of them did that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So the sec, but the second round, my terminators in the line managed to swoop in and just tie them up as my, oh, that's good. And my Falchion did really good, like almost embarrassingly good. I think it one shotted both nights. Oh my God. On either turn. <laughs> wow. Um, Mine doesn't Dang. do shit when I use it. <laughs> no, I think no, I scored a direct hit every single time I fired it all game. Dang, dude. That's solid. Yeah. I was really proud of that. Uh the knight didn't the knights did manage to uh crack open my land raiders. Yeah. With my uh, tactical squads in there. My tacticals never got quite enough close in to capture an objective, but after dealing with the Arl attacks on the other side of the field, my terminators moved up for another objective. Right. And camped there for about three turns. Especially so got, using that four up invulnerable, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, for them, taking after, taking advantage of that too. Once the all attacks were dealt with, the line broke off. Oh, did he? Okay. To drive into the middle because so even with the five up, they were able to hold the line then. Yeah, they were able to get behind cover and out of line of sight for a lot of okay. stuff. Okay. Very good. The, uh, yeah. The terrain we had, and um, so the line ran up field, soaking up a lot of fire. Sure. And um, managed to take out another ten man grenadier squadron before they could. Uh, get in close combat or get in close range of my Terminators. Mm-hmm. And the Castlax... <laughs> Just Terminators watching him from a distance. Go, Dad, go! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Castlax... He said um, stay here. We have to listen to him. <laughs> the I Castlax- told you to wait in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so Castlax, what did they do? Uh, they had the center of the field. Yeah. but And so we had an objective there, but they didn't have... You know, they couldn't hold an objective. But Can't score it, right, but they right. can deny it. Yeah. Yeah, they... They must basically keep just, you from just murder you before you even get near it. Yeah. Exactly. Well, my two tacticals didn't quite make it throughout the whole game. Yeah. 
But um, the Castleks were just there in the center, and most all the action was happening on the sides. Yeah. My Leviathan managed to get one shot off before getting destroyed. Okay. And, uh, That's typical for a yeah. walking Leviathan, I feel. Yeah, you got to watch his Medusas, though. Your He had brought Medusa yeah, cannons, brought, right? Yeah. The emplacements, yeah. yeah. Did Luckily, you have anything to uh, flank them or, or deal with them? Really? Um, I was bringing one Leviathan up the... Up the side. Oh, that's what you were trying to use. Yeah. He okay. did launch. I uh, had a Leviathan storm cannon mm-hmm. managed to uh, run off one of them. Okay. Like he had, I think it was a 10 man crew. And when they fail their leadership and they yeah. run, they break the gun. They're only leadership six. Yeah. So even though, you know, mm. you see like, man, there's a whole bunch of guys on that Medusa. Yeah. Try to get out a whole bunch of guys. Cause there's a good chance that they may not stick around. Yeah. Now the other Medusa was, uh, I guess more or less guarded by his warlord. Okay. Which was a uh, was it Amigos? No, no, no. It was uh, was the militia the, the allied Mil- detachment? Yeah. No, militia was the uh, primary detachment. Yeah. Okay. And they had a force commander. Yes. So, at the very end of the game, the line was within charge range. Managed to get into close combat with the warlord mm-hmm. with the force commander. Got three wounds on him, and he made every single five-up save. Oh, my God. Like, this ah. dude went toe-to-toe with the lion? <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. He managed God. to score two wounds, but I also managed to make my four-up saves. Yeah. And we rolled the die. Game, game over. Yeah. So yeah, I but just able, scoring was, wounds on the lion is a moral victory. <clears throat> yeah, yeah no, right? It was pretty Even impressive. hitting the lion. When you're Even if your sword yeah, bounces off of him. three, so it, and his sword is effectively strength eight. It's a strength plus two, two-handed sword. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... <laughs> So it's getting cleaved yeah. in half like no effort, right? Dude well, still makes his he saves. He, yeah. he got his refractor field going. Dang. It was working overtime. Just pulling the rip cord. <laughs> come on, come on. Yeah. But at the end of the game, um, let's see, I scored three victory points for holding objectives. Oh, what was the other thing? I scored D3. I can't remember exactly how it worked out. Let's see. I killed more guys. And I'd have to look at them. I'd have to look at a mission to remember how it is. Probably, um, did you do, a, a, what is it, for destroying Lords of War? Price yes, of failure? that's what it was. Yeah. Price, yep. And for those, I got 2d3. Yes. And so it, can't, it rounded up to uh, 10 points for myself. Yeah. And But because I had less units than he did on the, on the table at the end of the game, he got an extra 1d3, so he got two points. For playing against Dark Angels. Wow. So it was 10 to 2. It was a steamroll from the Dark Angels. I was really surprised. Wow. Yeah. Like that initial salvo that he pumped on me, like it dinged a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff was like, sure. I'm sure like deeply demoralized at that point. Like, like, wow, this is not going to go well. It's always like that, man. (laughs) I always feel like the first match. Pretty typical uh, Dark Angels then. Take some hits, (laughs) then just get real mad. (laughs) We'll kill everything you have now. Yeah. Uh, Steven, you got a little bit of a longer game, so a little bit, yeah. Just a, just I think a we went off for like what seven hours. Did it we, really? Yeah, Hold we on. we started at noon and we played till about no, we started at eleven, and we played till about a uh, six thirty, give or take. Mm-hmm. Um, and we still only got through three turns. Yeah, it's like as soon as you guys got to the game store. Yeah, we like started. It was, well, like we, you guys were, I think we, were we setting had planned. up everything, and you were, you were like, "Let's just keep, let's just play right now because yeah. we, got, we got." I think a lot we of had, we had initially through. planned on going next door and having some drinks and whatnot, and then we, like, well, shit, we got ten thousand points of game to get through. We don't have time for this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Jared and I played uh, 
10,000 points of demons and word bearers versus mm-hmm. imperial fists. Yeah. And uh, all things considered, it did not go well for everyone who wasn't an imperial fist. So this one, the narrative was, it was an outpost on Pluto. Yep. Right. It was, uh, it was kind of loosely based on Praetorian of Dorne and, um, oh, what's the one with Sigismund? Templar. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was um, Solar War era. Uh, demons and Warbearers coming after fists. Uh, Jared put a Castellum stronghold on the board, and I was super excited to just <laughs> run waves and waves of demons up against it. Just crush that sandcastle. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't get... I, I didn't uh, break the whole castle down. I broke about 50% of it. Uh, the main... Cast, uh, the main Tacitus, the big bunker, uh, the party house, yeah. had two whole <laughs> yeah. points left Oh wow! Uh, by the end of it. my I had a falchion that was just pumping volcano cannon shots into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, after the first shot the volcano cannon put into it, did most of its whole points, and Jared just decided, nope, no more of that, and uh, <laughs> promptly removed the falchion. Um... But well, we did kind of, we threw out the, the force orgs a little bit just so we could. Yeah, 10,000 points you really have Yeah, lots to. of fun stuff. Yeah. I brought uh, five monstrous creatures, including Samus. Yeah. Um, Wait, five monstrous creatures or five greater demons? Five monstrous creatures. That's it? It was three greater demons, Samus, a behemoth, and then I actually had the Lord of War demon, but it never came on the table. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there were actually gotcha. six. Yeah. Yeah. I um, thought you would have had like, I guess not. Huh? You're mostly just walkie boys, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Little yep. old walkie boys. Yep. Uh, so it was, it was mostly a learning experience with demons learning because a lot of people have have been, um, have been talking about how strong the demon list is. Yeah. And incidentally, I think of all the people in the community so far, uh, Jared and any other Imperial Fist player who builds like Jared. Their kitchen sink list is probably best equipped to deal with demons right now. You think so? Yeah, lots of hammers, fists, and melt bombs just make jokes out of greater demons, mm-hmm. even when they're even when their toughness is buffed up with a uh, tides of madness. Mm-hmm. Just like, okay, cool. What is he? T eight. Here's mm, eighteen thunder hammer hits. Yes. Oh well, I guess I'll just die then. <laughs> guess I'll die. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So around turn one and two, my greater demons were already putting the hurt onto the Castellum uh, with big waves of lesser demons coming up behind them. Yeah. It was an impressive sight because you also had the word bearers there. That I were, did. Yeah. The word bearers were there. The word bearers mostly brought the big guns. I had a Vindicators, uh, a Falchion. I had the Maragal Dreadnought, uh, some Seekers. Uh, I had a, a lot of Galvorbach who never got to do anything. Sad times. Yeah. Well, the Neverborn were more eager. That's why. Yeah. Well, I had a whole blob of Galvorbach with all of my, with my Praetor and my Chaplain. Because what do you have, like 20 or 15? I have 15. Yeah. I have 15, yeah. Yeah. So I took five, and then I put the rest in a Storm Eagle. Gotcha. Uh, I had my Praetor and my Chaplain with them. I was ready to just ram them into some big, impressive Imperial Fist unit and watch the heads fly. Because you guys not only used the Castellum, but you also had other pieces of terrain from the the store that you guys Mm -hmm. were using as... You guys gave it rules for fortification. Yeah, we just called them fortifications. Gotcha. Um, So the Storm Eagle came on, did some shots, did its thing. 
Uh, next turn got shot down. Mm-hmm. Didn't crash and burn though. Just fell to the ground. Uh, all the dudes hop out in the middle of nowhere. Oh yes, like rolling s- on Chevrolet legs at that point. Yeah, right? just stranded. Uh, not just barely outside of range to get into combat. Yeah, all the big stuff is happening on the other side of the board. <laughs> so what Jared does is next turn when they fail their charge. Uh, just drops two Medusa shots right on top of them and evaporates the unit. It's like, oh, well, I knew that was going to happen. GG. Um, I'll tell you what ended up being a bigger pain in the ass than any Imperial Fist unit on the table. Yeah. Was Sisters. Yes. That's what they're doing. That's their lot. He didn't have many, but he had Janisha Kroll with him. He had Janisha, who never made it into combat. Uh, Sisters never fired a shot in anger. Huh. They just stood around and debuffed demons. Oh, wow. And caused them to kill themselves in some circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Jared wow. was a smart bastard and parked his Spartan long ways and just blocked line of sight on all the sisters. <laughs> what a tricky bitch. Oh, man. <laughs> and I man. could not. Like, so Seekers started the game. I selected a sister squad yeah. for Marked for Death, not even realizing that Janisha was in it. Yeah. So they let fly and kill seven sisters in the first volley seven sisters in the second volley and leave just one like slightly shinier sister. Oh, <laughs> and no. I was like, oh, that's probably just one that's painted different. And he's like, okay, so Janisha Kroll. So I stopped shooting at him. Yeah. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. She's got, okay. So Janisha's going gonna... to go ahead and join like, Dorn. Wait a minute. That's <laughs> Janisha Kroll. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yep. Um, he was sneaky and hid sisters inside of bunkers. Yeah. And then when I flew demons up and landed on the bunkers, out. he was like, Hey, sisters are in that bunker. Uh, you're at negative one toughness. What do you mean sisters are in well, that bunker? No, it wouldn't affect if they were in the bunker, right? I don't know, actually. I don't, I'm not immediately familiar with. Listeners, this has been actually, I, I don't want to break this, but this has kind of been a point of like contention. debate, contention, right? Now, well, let's see if they're listed. Can you use list. your abilities if you're inside of a transport? So some, if you can, you can fire weapons out of. We a know you can fire, witch right? You can, and you can do witch fires out I of it. Certain things, but like nuncio vox, can you yeah. use a nuncio vox if you're inside a transport? I do not know. Um, maybe. Because then, like, if you assaulted a transport and inside the unit had rad grenades, what makes you say that you're not minus one to toughness, right? Mm. Can you use war gear or your special rules? while you're inside because for the purposes of a building it counts as a transport it's treated all the same way sure right yeah so yeah listeners if you guys can hear me please send us a pm on the richmond 30 or uh, remembrances retreat facebook page let us know for sure because i've never been able to find a rule that says you can't and if you can't we need to know because right. i i've often you know, thought like, oh, well, you can use a nuncio box and draw a line of sight from the model. But then again, the model isn't on the board. So how are you going to draw a line of sight from a model that's not on the board? Right? Yeah. He's slight, technically slight not gripe. on the board. He's inside the transport. Slight gripe about book eight. Uh, all the talons are there except sisters. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Just the custodes because the sisters were balanced, just actually. Right. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, but, um, so, yeah, that's just one thing I, I want to get addressed. If somebody knows... Let me know, please. Let us, but yeah, yeah let us know. so he was doing tricky shit like an emperor imperial fist. Yeah, defending was, would do. He was being. It was. He was very tactical. Uh, very I good. would roll up demons to places. 
and uh, wait, what we agreed on, we made a gentleman's agreement. We weren't going to know what the other one was bringing. Oh. And oh, wow. we did not examine each other's armies before the game started, mm-hmm. which led to some pretty big tactical blunders on my part. Uh, I charged two greater de- or, uh, a behemoth, a greater demon, and Samus all into one huge blob of fists. And uh, Samus was fighting Sigismund as a challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other two demons, being all big and impressive as they were, immediately got reduced down to initiative one because he had a Psy Arcana hidden in the squad. <laughs> he had the, uh, the pentacle Psy Arcana that reduces demons to initiative one. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, I'm at least hitting at the same time as you. He's, ha no, you're not. Psy Resonant Pentacle. I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. But this was all as agreed upon at the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah. We agreed that. this like written down, so. Yeah, we had our lists written down. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um, but we just agreed not to have like. Because 10,000 points, I'm thinking, how would like, you remember what the hell you brought? <laughs> yeah. It was it, like a fog of war in a way. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of a fog have. of war, which is kind of fun, not yeah. knowing what was going to happen. Uh, until, like I said, I uh, didn't realize that certain people were in certain buildings and then yeah. the bullets started flying and the las cannons. And I was like, oh, God. I remember he had his little sniper mistake. tech marine hanging out there. He, oh, he did. Jared, if you guys have never played with or against Jared, he will, if given the opportunity, always bring a sniper tech marine. And if you're not familiar with what that is, that is just a single tech marine with his dick out but he's got a <laughs> fucking conversion beamer and he's parked this single dude as far away from the battle as he can so mm-hmm. he can just snipe out and and sling strength 10 shots at you and he did he yeah he busted two vindicators and he blew up my falchion he's stolen so <laughs> many kills from me that way there were times where i'd like the perfect charge lined up and he'd be like well i just killed that whole squad I'm like, with what? He's <laughs> like, this strength 10, they were all blobbed up, so I just dropped it on him. And I was like, great. Well, I had a perfect charge lined up. He's like, you're welcome. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Um, I got the moral victory because I killed Sigismund. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I did I, that, it. That's what I said at the end. I was like, if Sigismund dies, is it really a victory, Jared? I mean, I did it with a with a named monstrous creature that's three oh, times yeah. Sigismund's points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Which one was that? Samus. Samus. Oh. Uh, Samus has now killed Shadrach. Samus of, Samus of the Demon Storm or mm-hmm. the Rune Yeah, uh, Samus Unbound. Yeah. Which, Word Bearers players, if you have not used Samus Unbound, make use of the fact that we are Battle Brothers with Demons and put him on the table. Yeah. He is so, so good and he's so cool. Have you tried Utter Blight yet? Not yet. I really want to try Utter Blight. He looks so... First off, his model is terrifying. It is just a second big, off. It's just a big pile of shit they painted gr- flesh green, and they were like, "Here you go. Here's a model, guys. <laughs> this is a name we demon put, prince. We put teeth and eyeballs on it. So <laughs> buy it for a hundred and fifty dollars." You're like, "All right, cool. What's his rules?" And you're like, "He fucking murders everything." Yeah, and you're like, beats well, Eldar to the punch on initiative, despite being a Nurgle demon. I know. I nine. Speaking of which, boy is fast. Son. Why Plus does Sam- my so ass- Samus has a rule, Whispers of Madness? Yeah, that fear tests against him are taken at half leadership value. Yes. So like four leadership or five ten, you're getting at five. the highest. Yeah. yeah. So it's cool if you get feared. Why bother though? He's weapon skill nine. <laughs> like he's hitting you on threes, and you're hitting him on fives, no matter what. Yeah. I really hope I can make. Nope, scared. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. 
Um, Does but fear do any other debuff though? It's just doesn't bring anything one. else to the table. Nope, not in not in forty k. And he's not. He can't be joined by a unit. So I guess you're like supposed to perfectly time your charges to where a unit and him get in, and he's supposed to help the unit. Yeah. I don't know, but you're right. It seems redundant at that point, right? Yeah, because demons already have fear, and primarchs are not gonna be Care. feared. Yeah. yeah, I do want to see if Samus just, can take on a primarch. Okay, so. Uh, Sigismund, was he fearless? Sigismund's fearless. Oh man, what are you gonna do then? Yeah, it was two. It, they know. both have they both have instant death, and they weapons, both have eternal warrior, and they both have eternal warrior. Yeah, so they just wailed on each other until Sigismund just fell over. F- so I gotta. <laughs> all right, is there any other points that you want to talk about for your game? Um, like super big highlights. Not really highlights. How'd, so how'd much your as, falchion do? Let's talk about that real quick. You said it, it died pretty quickly. It, di- right? it died in two turns. Yeah. Because uh, rest in peace, falchion. Yeah. Nobody stands in line of sight of ten imperial fist las cannons for more than two turns. Well, I got a story. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if we want to segue to my game, or do you have anything else? Um, there's mostly some some lessons that I learned. Yeah, let's hear them, man. <clears throat> so lessons are always good. Uh, the monstrous creatures went down pretty fast. They do, yeah. But the demon hordes themselves, not a single one got killed. N- never. Not None of them got wiped down to... Uh, what is that technically? Unit destroyed or whatever. Yeah, whatever none of them, the got, none of them got tabled yeah. off. It. Well, no, I take that back. One unit of demonettes got, um, got piled on by some dreadnoughts and got okay. killed. But from shooting, uh, they just kept weathering the storm sure, and kept advancing. Sure. And what I've learned... Uh, a lot of people were were talking about demon lords and and greater demons, mm-hmm. and save the points. I don't think that's where the money is. It's not. It's in infantry. Yeah, it's in hordes of infantry. being able to take mm-hmm. six infantry, fill out your whole list, and they are capable of doing it all, mm-hmm. destroying armor, infantry, and scoring you objectives. Coming in either groups of five or blobs of twenty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's where your money is. Is absolutely. The and don't get me wrong. The uh, the the. The monstrous creatures are cool, yeah. And they're thematic. I don't think they're like Mechanicum monstrous creatures no, where you can not form even a, a little whole bit. army of Mechanicum. No. Yeah, uh, the Demon Lord, like the the impressive non-named yeah, monstrous creature, yeah. uh, a Leviathan charged him and just snipped him up. Oh god! Without even with using snippy claw. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't even need claw. the snippy claws rules. <laughs> yeah. He just rolled up to him. Like chest bumped him and took off two wounds, up, bro. <laughs> and then just beat him get, down. What D three. Hammer of Wraths, right? It's either D3 or just two. At strength eight? Yeah. Yeah, just fucking yep. chest bumping a demon to death. So what I, I think the exception <laughs> to that, though, might be the demon lord. Don't give him wings. You don't think so? Uh, he's a little too fragile, all things considered. To be up in the air? To be up in the air, have to wait a turn between switching flying Jinking and, that kind of, well, and then charging. Yeah. Um, okay, what if you give him wings just to make use of the jink? It's a four-up save. Uh... But Which is have, better than his base, but right? But you can have a three-up armor on him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It makes him faster, but he has to spend a turn with his dick in his hand waiting okay, but here's the other thing, to right? land to charge. The brass collar or whatever the, the other three-up is, mm-hmm. that takes uh, an imagination of hate or whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Do the wings? The wings don't. The wings, you just pay the extra 35. So that's why I think you might do it is because it'll give you the four-up and you can still take your three others, maybe. Well, here's the thing is that if you take away, if you give him wings, yeah, he can't take brutes. Oh, you're the thing right. About brutes, That's a huge debuff. The, the thing about brutes is that you have to kill all the brutes before you can put wounds on the demon lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and uh-huh. you can take up to like I think three or four, and they're four wounds each. Yeah, you can't take them at six; they're max squad size, which is unfortunate. But you can definitely take your three. Yeah, yeah. and that's another and twelve wounds you got to get through yeah. before you yeah. can get to the demon lord. It's pretty sick. Yeah, um, but yeah, lots of lots of lots of lots of lots of demon infantry is the way to go. Yeah, take any other Samus, good lessons? Take Corex if you want. Uh, if you want a monster. Yeah. Uh, other good lessons. Yeah. Focus down sisters. They've been a sleeper this whole time. Yeah, they were just waiting for the demons to get released. Yeah, before everyone, they were everyone yeah. complained a lot about sisters not being all that impressive, comparatively speaking to custodians. Sure, sure. But the the fact that they uh, debuff demons, and I yeah. completely we completely overlooked this. If there's a psyker within a psychic anathema range of them, yes, no powers, no powers, no charges. Oh, jeez, how big is that bubble? 12 inches. Oh, Lord. A 12 inch bubble. And you oh, guys were playing oh, oh. on a six by four. Yeah. It was a parking lot. Yeah. I've just everything just, um, which was so cool to see because it wasn't a parking lot. These two guys have so much infantry compared to vehicles that it was enjoyable to look over there and see tides. Right. Of parking infantry. lot was bad. Was the wrong word. I think like just see. No, no, I, I know what you meant. More like a, like a shopping mall. Yeah. More like a shopping mall. Yeah. Um, Speaking no, I, which, I completely understand what you meant by parking lot. Mm-hmm. I was picking it up when you were putting down. Yeah, the uh, the only other lesson is actually has nothing to do with demons or word bearers or imperial fists, but just gaming in general. If you want it, if you have been hankering to play like a huge apocalyptic style game, yeah, um, it goes way faster than you would think. So just okay. play on a standard size board. Let me, let me ask you. Yeah. We've done big mega battles where some of our mega battles are 10,000 points for mm-hmm. the combined table, yeah. right? Um. Did you guys think to use any of those rules that we've used, like uh, volley fire or? No, uh, mostly we were we stuck to stuck to the standard rules because there was already a lot going on with yeah. new armies and that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. fortifications that haven't been. We used. wanted I to understand. keep it as simple yeah. as we could without going too crazy. Yeah, but honestly, as long as you play on a standard size board where everything is in range of most everything's going to kill everything so quickly, right? Yeah, we Just were in scooping. combat turn one. Yeah, good. So. Um, go for it. Don't don't get intimidated by the huge point value and what's going to take up how much yeah. space. Rules are bogus. Just go for it. Just whatever's coolest, man. Yeah. Um. So you guys don't mind if I talk about? Uh, I yeah, mean, we do, but okay. we've already Never we've, nope, we've had good. our turn, so it's let's just get, what's uh, fair. Yeah, we're let's good. Wrap this up with uh, your battle report. All right, all right. So uh, I was gonna have uh, what's his name, Chris? I think so. Yeah. Sure, let me get his name for sure. He's a new friend, yeah. so I don't want to alienate him Alienate him immediately because he's also a listener, and I just want to let you know that you are valued to me. I am just terrible with names. Okay? We hope you're feeling better, too. Yeah. Uh, I still never got those pictures you promised me. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? It's Chris. Oh, it. Chris. It is Chris. Chris. Okay, it's good. Chris, Chris yeah, Mack, we, we yeah. We were just telling you. Yeah, okay. Sorry about that, Chris. Us. Yeah, I'm just bad with names, man. Uh, I, I I love you. You're hilarious and a great opponent, and I'm sorry you couldn't be there. That said, Brian picked up the call. Last minute, I said, hey, I need somebody to do a narrative battle. We have this date set up for, for late war narratives battle reports. Uh, are you going to, is anybody out there willing to help? And Brian, Johnny on the spot with his Iron Warriors, first guy to answer within minutes. He says, I haven't played in a while, so is that going to be cool? My army isn't painted the best, but we've gone over this. It doesn't need to be painted amazing. It just needs to be painted, my man. And this is, I think, probably his first army he's ever painted to completion by himself. 
and uh, he brought his Iron Warriors. I brought my Iron, my Shattered Legion, led by Iron Hands, and uh, we called it Iron on Iron because I couldn't think of a more creative name. <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's good. Um, and so narrative setup. This is late war. Shattered Legions of Autech Moor uh, have found a garrison of Imperial Fists guarding a data slate that has supply route knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right? Imperial Fists or Iron Warriors? Iron Warriors. They're the same <laughs> legion, just different colors. <laughs> Hot oh, take. I'm going to make a lot of angry people out of that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, so his, his Iron Warriors are, are in a garrison. Atek Moore launches an orbital bombardment on the garrison first, all right? Mm-hmm. Decimate the garrison and kill the the local guards that they have there. So the Iron Warriors send a quick reaction force in, and this quick reaction force is then the one that we ambush because we weren't able to get there fast enough. This quick reaction force was there already on planet. We hadn't even made landfall yet. Mm-hmm. So Atek Moore then devises a plan where he's going to have his Iron Hands elements his armor elements and his infantry come in from the north, where the Raven Guard and the Mechanicum are going to come in from the south. So we played an ambush-style mission where my objective was to eliminate and capture this data center, or this this data slate that was in the middle of this fortification that was still protected. Mm-hmm. All he had to do was defend it until turn six because of to the bitter end. Right. And he would have held it. We would have withdrawn. Uh, we brought very good lists. We brought... 3,150 points a piece. Oh. Don't know how it got to be such a weird... 3,500 points a piece. Oh, yeah. 3,150 points oh, per th- piece. Okay, 3,150. Yeah, 3,150. Ah, okay. And I don't know how it happened, but I left a transport at home, and I was like, well, I have to bring this to make up for it. And he's like, that's fine. Can I bring this? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Because he was going to leave out his quad mortars. I was like, no, man, you're Iron yeah. Warriors. You need to be bringing your quad mortars. And, uh, and he hadn't played with the new rules yet. No, he hadn't. And he he was doing a lot of work with those new Phosphex because mm-hmm. I was still, he was still getting, even with bunching out, I was still getting like four That's or five the, uh, dudes at a time. What is the new rule for him? So there's just a five inch blast oh, instead okay. of the, your heavy four blast. Yeah. It's a five inch barrage. Twin linked, right? Uh, the I don't know if the Phosphex is because it has crawling fire and lingering death. Okay. That's what he was using primarily because I yeah, told yeah. him to because... Well, I mean, I was playing Mechanicum and, and Iron Hands, so he would, he had to get past that uh, toughness save. You know what I mean? Sure. So he brought a very good list, um, and it was very flavorful. He didn't just spam Iron Havocs, or he brought some special units, nothing crazy. He brought a Shadow Sword. I brought a Cerberus. I had just painted the Cerberus. Mm. I put Orth in it, since now it's a tank. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk oh, about that Cerberus. Yeah, <laughs> so the Cerberus... Uh, Man, oh man, he launches that Stormlord cannon at it and drifts off the table. Turn one. Ooh. So he gets turn one because he steals the initiative, and I, I was like, okay, this is not how my ambush would have gone if I'd have done this. <laughs> uh, he's launching Medusa shells. He's having his Dreadnoughts charge up, and it's just the perfect Iron Warrior counter assault, right? His his seat, his tyrants have walked out of the bunker, and they have got rockets going into my uh, Mordathan. And he's split-firing them into characters and that kind of stuff so we can do charges. Um, and it was really a quick bloodbath to where we were done with our 3,000-point our game in less than two hours. And Iron Hands did lose because turn six, we were not able to secure it. All I had left huh. was an Arlatax 
and a five-man tactical squad and two Thalax. All he had left was a 10-man Havoc squad up on top of the fortification that were still raining Laz Cannons down. Let me tell you something, guys. Castalax against Laz Cannons? They don't win, okay? <laughs> you mean like, anti-tank weapons are good for killing walking tanks? Yes. Though, oh, and a Contemptor. Okay, so highlights of the game for me, right, was seeing... Uh, a contemptor run up and smash my Cerberus. All right, mm-hmm. Cerberus destroyed the Stormlord, which we completely forgot that it would have been snap firing the next turn. Mm-hmm. So he still shot with a Stormlord the next turn, mm-hmm. even though it would have been snap firing, oh, yeah, but he drifted nice. again. So it was <laughs> irrelevant that we even let him shoot. It was so bad. <laughs> the Stormlord only winged uh, uh, a hull point off of a Castlex or life point off of a Castlex, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that poor Stormlord. And he had it right next to his fortification, and we were like, oh no, this is going to go nuclear and kill him because he didn't move it. Blew up, winged a single dude. <laughs> Even in death? Yeah. And I was like, oh, this thing is just really bad because the blast scattered. Even the blast yeah. from its explosion scattered, okay? <laughs> there was just no zero yeah. in that one. So, yeah. And, uh, Stay the, away! Yeah, the Cerberus <laughs> had a victory, killed the the storm, the Shadow Sword. Uh, started winging Laz cannons at Dreadnoughts, and I, I I tried to get a couple shots into uh, some Medusas. Oh, my Arcus! By the way, if you need good anti tank, take a Medusa because that thing, because it was in the middle of the table, had full range. He just mm-hmm. had to turn them so they were facing Arc, and he destroyed the Arcus in two turns. The first turn made it snap fire, even with ripple shot. It wasn't doing what I needed it to. Missed right. every shot. I've never had really good luck with an Arcus myself. Well, I cheat and I buy this eighty point upgrade that I can <laughs> right. get for it. You know, uh, but that time I put this upgrade on a Cerberus and having BS five uh-huh. primary weapon tank hunter. <laughs> tank, hu- single, the tank hunter part is just rude. Yeah, right? single sh- single volley. <laughs> I got three shots. Took eight hole points off of the the shadow sword. God. Damn. In a single blast, right? And yeah. again, Exoshock, which would have made him, uh, yeah, next snapshot, right? Yeah. Which I mean, that Not is exoshock, just shock. The uh, shock pulse, shock pulse. pulse yeah. Thank you. Yeah, um, I was about to say if you had Contemptor runs up, punches this, rips this thing apart, yeah. causes it to explode, and uh, our boy Casterman Orth jumps out. Uh, he's in the middle because it's a super heavy when the D goes off yeah. and Brian rolled a one and nothing happened to Orth. He just stepped out. He's like, whoa, that was a big explosion, wasn't it? <laughs> Meanwhile, Contemptor... that back there? Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy, right? Smoking crew members. You, that was wild. <laughs> y'all okay? Nope, y'all dead. Okay. Uh, jumps out and then I do a movement. I, because you can't consolidate up a vehicle, the Dreadnought is still sitting there. I move right past the Dreadnought, so I am on rear armor. I chuck a fucking crack grenade that has Tank Hunter on it and destroyed a Contemptor that was down to one whole point left. Mm. So Autech, or not Autech, I'm sorry. We'll get to Autech in a second. Casterman Orth fucking took down a Super Heavy and a Dreadnought while on foot. So that's a record. He's killed a Stormlord before on foot with a hammer. Let me tell you that, okay? Glanced it down to its last hull point. Now he's just killed a Contemptor with a frag grenade. The dude cannot be stopped. Altec Moore, on the other hand, died to fucking bolter fire. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
dude, I can't eat. I was like, I'll put Atek more up front. He'll tank, he'll tank wounds, no problem. Mm-hmm. Two rounds of bolter fire, dead. Okay, <laughs> slay the wolf. That was fun. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> dude, I was so like, what? Feel no pain with an apothecary? Not working, man. But yeah. all, it was so much fun. The Arlatex went toe-to-toe with Leviathan, and Zero just fucking punched this thing to... It couldn't get a single hit on Zero, and Zero just kept munching this thing up, <laughs> killed it, then went on to a rapier squad, killed it, and he was putting wounds on this thing the whole time. Mm-hmm. It will not die. Boop, boop, mm. boop, getting him back, because Paragon of Metal, baby. Uh, <laughs> listeners, if I was cheating, I don't think I was, but let me know. Uh, I think Paragon of Metal gives you a will not die. Anyways, fast and loose, baby, fast, fast and, loose. and loose. Super fun. He was he was doing it, man. Yeah. And uh, such a good game. Zero was a champion. Casper North was a champion. The Cerberus super good with Casper North. Any tank is good with Orth, guys. Just straight up. If you like tanks and you're not playing Iron Hands, he so he's quit he's, playing for the fluff. <laughs> start playing for Orth. That's that's what your primary goal should be. He's the wonder bra of of tank commanders. Oh, he's so good, man. <laughs> I fucking love that boy. I wish they would just release a dope-ass model for him. The one I have is fine, but if they gave him his own, like they did Cronus mm-hmm. from the Ultramarines. Did Cronus get his own model? Yeah. Is oh. that, isn't that his name? The yeah. Ultramarines tank commander? Yeah. He's got, if you buy his model kit, he's got a version of him on foot and a version of him in the turret pintle. Interesting. And that would be nice to have. <laughs> What's his last name? Chris, probably some dumb semi-Roman Cronus Ventanus. I don't know. <laughs> Invictus. It does... It does but yeah yeah sounds like an awesome game it was super fun and the fact like brian came through at the last minute what a champ i love him he's great thank you brian if you're listening uh but we'll have these battle reports up with pictures have we talked about that yeah 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 okay no 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 i'm not going to quote a time because i don't know when i'm going to get around to writing the battle reports we have all the notes we have all the pictures Mm -hmm. i think we have over 200 pictures between all of us and either jason or i got an overview of our map yeah <laughs> we just took pictures of close-ups it's like yeah. we never got an overall battlefield yeah uh, i gotta say he greased my mordathan real quick i gotta get those guys a transport mm. like that's my lesson learned from it get them a fucking transport castle axe super cool even with the the battle tech dude repairing them as he could the mm. las cannons they couldn't they just couldn't weather the las cannons man mm-hmm. ignoring armor Eating threes to wound. Antaro Cronus, that's his name. Mm. Antaro Cronus is his last name then, right? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. But it was great so, yeah, fun, a vaguely semi-Roman last name. Yeah. There you go. So with that being said, uh, we're running about an hour and a half right now. Let's, oh, okay. Uh, well, we had a bunch of ads in there too. Yeah. So, so let's, uh, let's <laughs> speaking of that, let's uh, wrap up. I want to thank all our listeners for uh, chilling out and hanging with us tonight. Uh, thank you so much for your likes, your comments, your subscriptions. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for our patrons. Our top patrons this week are Joe from Music City Heresy, Chris Mack, and Alex Self. Thank you guys so much for your top tier patronage. Thank you guys. We really appreciate it. Yep. We do it for you. Yep. Well, and also us, but mostly for you. <laughs> Helps keep the show going and just increases the uh, overall hardware, make it sound better, make it sound nicer bringing a better product to the listeners. Yep. Plus, you should see the vacation that Jesse bought us. We got cruise tickets. (laughs) Heresy cruise. How cool would that be? Not at all. Have you ever been on a cruise? Yeah. Crying children. (laughs) No, no. Sicknesses. Think of it like an adult cruise, but it's only for heresy. 
Do you know how much money that would? Well, actually, yeah. Everybody, I think like two hundred dollars. We're gonna get a charter it. fishing boat. Oh yeah, that'll be the cruise. <laughs> Just one table on the boat. <laughs> it would be great. Yeah. All right. Um, plugs, Stephen. You got any plugs tonight? Um, do you have an Instagram yet, Stephen? I do. Do you post? Sometimes. Oh god. The last thing I posted was a picture of uh, my bits box knocked right the hell over. <laughs> oh yes, that was so bad. Oh, oh press man. F to pay respects. Squad broken. <laughs> um, let's see. Plugs. <laughs> I got to plug Microsoft and Microset today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I think we've probably mentioned offhand here and there, but you can get it at like a lot of hobby stores. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like putting transfers on your models, Microsol and Microset is the way to go. Uh, I've been doing a whole lot on my dreadnoughts. I love putting transfers on my word bearers. Um, just makes things so much easier. If you're wondering how you get decals looking like they're painted on, man, that's how you do it. Yep, Microsol and Microset available. And just a varnish. Yeah. Yep, and then so varnish so. it on and bam. Now, I will say this, little little insider tip for you. Mm-hmm. If you varnish after it, Okay, you use your microset, you use your microsol, varnish, and then you take a fine emery board over that varnish, and then you varnish again. Yeah. What's an emery board? Emery board is like a nail file. Just, uh, oh, but what are you interesting? What do you mean? So, the fine emery board, what it's going to do is on that decal, it's going to take that layer of varnish off while keeping. It'll level out that varnish. So then when okay. you put the second layer of varnish on, it evens it all out. Oh. I would highly suggest yes. trying this on just like wow. a regular panel, lest you put a <laughs> uh lest you put a transfer on something, go to take your emery board to it. Maybe get a little too vigorous and fine emery board. Your, uh, fine emery board, I said. Super fine. Yeah. So just imagine it. If I'll do a demonstration once we're off air. Uh but I'll I'll show you, Jesse, and, and you'll be like, Wow, okay, I need to I try that. I think I follow you. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I follow Will all the time. I know exactly where he lives. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. I appreciate it. Will, do you got any other plugs? Uh, just Lancaster Painting. I got some uh, Mortis, Legio Mortis up there right now I'm working on. Ooh, awesome. And uh, they'll be done and posted up there shortly. Very cool. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, at RR30K Podcast. You can also find us on uh, YouTube. We uh, did our own little live recording the other day, so... You can see all our ugly faces on there. Yes. And uh, it was actually a lot of fun. We talked I, about I the Warhammer Fest uh, yeah. recap. And it was good times. Absolutely. So, yeah, with that being said, my name is Jesse, and I'm here with Will and Steven. Everyone have a good night. Keep those dice rolling. Bye. Later.